Hey guys, and welcome to a new episode of the Happy Hour Podcast. Uh, today, I have three really special guests, um, my friends Sean, Shri, and Parshva. And today, our topic is boxing. And what the reason we chose this topic is because there's been a lot of news and you know it's really been trending lately because a lot of influencers like logan paul jake paul ksi a lot of people who are youtubers or like even tiktokers have been um, putting their efforts in boxing recently and we just want to talk about the state of the sport and what our own opinions are about the sport so um what do you guys think about boxing what are you you guys familiar with it uh go ahead hey guys yeah this is parshva um I'd consider myself a very casual boxing fan. Uh, I don't know much about, you know, the techniques behind, like, the sport and stuff. Uh, I will say this whole influencer boxing thing has brought my attention to the sport. Um, obviously, object like objectively, the quality of the boxing match probably isn't as good as between two professionals, but it is still interesting to watch because of the storyline and um, the hype around the event. I will say, um, back in the day, boxing was super popular because it was very knockout heavy, you know, with uh, really aggressive fighters like Mike Tyson. Um, I believe Muhammad Ali was pretty aggressive as well. Uh, maybe not. Uh, Shree, Shree's disagreeing with me. But I know Mike Tyson was a big knockout artist, and I feel like a lot of people uh, enjoyed watching that. But, but, um, I think with Floyd coming into the game, actually, uh, it started transitioning more towards this uh, defensive approach, which makes sense for the boxers because they get um, damaged less and also they have a better chance of winning the fight, but it makes it less entertaining for people to watch. So even though a lot of these influencers are amateurs and their level of boxing is may not be as good as some of the professionals, it's still more entertaining because of the hype around the event and um, the sort of like you know storyline that they bring. Uh, yo, what's up? This is Shree. Uh, kind of similar to what Barshva said uh, about boxing. I think this is a really cool concept that's coming into the sport um, and into just like influencers joining more of a professional sports setting. Uh, similar to what he said as, as well, the, the quality isn't as what you picture when you see boxing. I mean, if you guys watched the last TikTok, uh, Social Gloves, I think that's what it was called, um, event, you know, those guys weren't boxers. They were just dudes having fun. Um, and I don't think any of them really claim to be real boxers per se. But similar to Parshva also, that it really did bring my attention to the sport. Uh, I would consider myself a little bit more of a fan versus a casual fan just because I've really, really gotten into it over the past year and a half or so. Um, rewatching guys like Joe Lewis, uh, Muhammad Ali, um, Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, those sorts. Uh, I think it's just like it's a lot of fun to watch the sport and seeing these influencers, guys that we see on TV, TikTok, YouTube actually becoming um, part of this sport, I mean, it's entertainment. I don't watch these uh, amateur boxing matches for the pure sport of boxing. I watch it for entertainment. It's something to do, especially in a weird time like this. So I think it's cool. I think it's a it's an interesting aspect to the sport, um, and I, I look forward to see where it goes. Yo, what's up, guys? It's uh, Sean. Um, is it recording? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I think it's honestly pretty stupid what they're doing now. I think it's a huge cash grab and uh, kind of disrespectful to the sport. Uh, boxing used to be about a message, uh, either whether it be a social thing or a political thing. So, for instance, Mom Ali was always talking about civil rights, and every boxing match, um, every interview is always um, he had a, he always had a a message and uh, something to prove, something to 
um, something that was good for the world. Uh, same thing with uh, uh, Mike Tyson. Or I don't know. I wouldn't say Mike Tyson, but um, I'm losing my train of thought here. I have to restart. I, I, un, I, un, I mean, it's okay because mm-hmm. I understand what you're trying to say um, because I think a lot of people believe uh, Muhammad Ali is the greatest of all time. A lot of people even say he's the greatest athlete of all time because he had such a great cultural impact. Not only was he s- so skilled as a boxer, but um, he was also like a great civil rights uh, activist and he represented um, uh, <clears throat> he represented the African-American, uh, African-American dream to become successful against all odds and in- ensure that everyone had the equal rights and everything during the civil rights movement. So I think, you know, I understand what you me- meant by like a message. And I do, I do have to agree. Um, a lot of the great ones do, there's a reason as to why they're so good. Cause there's a lot of skilled boxers out there, but if you ask a casual and I'm gonna be honest, all of us are kind of casuals um, for the sport. We're going to know there's a few names that come out. There's Mike Tyson. The reason Mike is Mike Tyson, Iron Mike Tyson is so popular is because he's so controversial. Um, I think like everyone knows that his fight with Evander Holyfield, like it resulted in him becoming so emotional that he literally bit Evander Holyfield's ear off. That's like something that's extremely controversial. But a lot of people also know him because he was so ferocious as a boxer. He like knocked people out cold. Then you move on to, of course, um, Muhammad Ali. He's the greatest because of his cultural impact. But then now when you look into boxing as a whole, in the past few years, uh, heavyweight boxing was has declined. Where at first, heavyweight heavyweights were like the main stage. Everyone watched boxing for heavyweights because it was basically like these huge, giant men just absolutely going at it. And people would get knocked out. But, in back, but once um, fighters like Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather, um, and um, who's, uh, golden, who's Golden Boy's? What's uh, his name? No, what was... No, no, no. Golden Boy is... Uh, man, what's his name? Um, well, okay. So Canelo, all these types of fighters that are more like middleweights, cruiserweights, or like even like much lighter than that, um, they've really exemplified how... Oscar De La Hoya, yeah. All of these fighters, they've come into prominence because their box office draws and they've built themselves off um, that could have been like fake drama or building a narrative where a lot of the, you know, a lot of like the message of like the messages carried by older boxers such as Muhammad Ali has kind of faded and it's, the boxing has become more of like an entertainment spectacle where millions of dollars are being um, being given out to fighters and promoters. And I think now, recently, um, especially with like influencers getting a part, being a part of it, I'm going to kind of stay neutral on this topic. I understand a lot of people say, promoters say that, oh, this brings a lot of eyes to the sport. At the same time, um, the boxing that's being like shown by these influencers, you know, boxing is like a science. It takes years. Like if you want to be a professional at anything, it takes maybe even decades to get good at something. So, cause you need to have the muscle memory to like show, show off your skills. And these people don't. So a lot of people say, Hey, this is bring boxing to a whole new audience, but, um, is this really boxing or is it just two people just swinging at each other? So I think those are questions that we have to answer. And that's something that we're going to talk about in this podcast. So I got three points uh, that I kind of want to talk about. One, um, you mentioned guys, Sean mentioned guys like Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson was actually quoted saying that, uh, this is me paraphrasing, but what these influences are doing at the moment is probably the greatest thing that ever happened to boxing. It's kind of brought light to a sport that was somewhat diminishing outside of guys like Floyd Mayweather, um, who are really, I mean, obviously, (coughs) if it's Floyd, it's a spectacle. Yeah, because, like, the reason Floyd, I think a lot of people don't understand why Floyd makes so much money in his boxing. It's because he has... 
he not only does he know how to sell, but there are so many people that want him to lose. He's That's 50 true. and 0 for a reason. A lot of people are not happy with the with they don't respect him because first of all, his boxing style, it really shows off why he's the greatest defensive boxer of all time. That's my opinion. A lot of people share that opinion because a lot of his fights are not that exciting. He doesn't really knock that knock That's many true. people out because all he does is do defense and if people who are like huge boxing advocates loved watching him fight because um, they, they're, they're there to see how great of a tactician he is. But now the mainstream has kind of caught on to him because he, there's been a lot of controversy, controversies in his life. Um, he's not that exciting, and everyone wants, to, everyone wants to see him lose, right? So I think that's the reason why he's such a, like, they call him the catch cow. And, like, they call, he, he names himself, like, hey, Money Mayweather. He's, uh, he's 50 and 1. He lost to Logan Paul. No, that's <laughs> cap. No, but second, the second thing I want to address was kind of, like, the heavyweight argument. You said it. It kind of went away. In my personal opinion, I mean, yeah, Canelo and Floyd bring in the most money. Manny Pacquiao, those guys bring in the most money. But if uh, in, in recent times, I mean, the biggest fight coming up is a heavyweight match. It's it's uh, the rematch between Wilder and Fury. Yeah, that's true. And that's going to be like probably one of the craziest fights ever. And on top of that, that fight leads into people say the Anthony. best boxer pound for pound uh, outside of Canelo, maybe even comparable with Canelo, um, Anthony Joshua versus Fury. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I totally understand like where you're coming from. But before um, Fury kind of came back into from retirement, because uh, if you guys look, I mean, whoever's watching, um, if you guys are interested in boxing, I think you guys should definitely look at Tyson Fury's life story, because at first he was the lineal champion, uh, uh, heavyweight champion. He beat Vladimir Klitschko, who was um, one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. But then he faded into obscurity and he actually came back from addiction, suicidal and uh, suicidal obesity, a lot of a lot of different problems really uh, hurt him. But he came back, and he was, looks healthy mentally and physically. And he beat uh, he beat um, uh, Wilder, twice. who was who's yeah he beat him. Well, he, technically he beat him twice because <laughs> the first fight he destroyed him, but then Wilder hit him like cross, and he he was I don't know how he got up, but I'm pretty sure that he should have been knocked out because that ju- uh, that ref a lot gave him a longer like yeah, no, gave him like 12 I seconds. Think, I think Wilder got hold up. Sorry. I think uh, Wilder got hold on that one, uh, but at the same time, like Fury slid up twice on him when and, and yeah, and then Fury beat him, like yeah, destroyed which is, him. Which is which is I mean ended yeah. up being a draw, I believe. So the real problem, the reason why like these heavyweights haven't got come have recently come into like you know prominence, you know when Vladimir Klitschko was like destroying everyone for like five six years straight no one really paid much attention to his fights i mean obviously they respected him because he was so great but the reason is because the promoters got in the way and th- that's the main reason why boxing is faded into obscurity because a lot of people believe that at, if the heavyweight if the heavyweight um if the heavyweight like uh if the heavyweights are good then boxing's good like that just shows like different like the lifeline of boxing it, it really determines on how good the heavyweights are because that brings in the most money and that brings in like the most clout and like, you know, popularity to the sport. So a lot of the times what would happen was promoters, you know, different fighters have different promoters and these promoters would not make the mega fights because they wanted to protect their boxer. Because you need to understand if a boxer, if a boxer was like really, like really good, he was, he was uh, like, he was undefeated. The promoter has a lot less like inclination to want to match him up with a really, really good boxer because if he loses, then you lose all your money. You lose your cash cow because that you're you're promoting your guy as the undefeated, as the undefeated, the best, right? So the fact is that a lot of these promoters didn't make these huge fights for like almost like a decade and a half, and then 
uh, different corporations and different fighting styles, such as um, mixed martial arts and the UFC came to prominence. And I really, I truly believe um, fighting has really been rejuvenated by the UFC. A lot of people say the UFC killed boxing, but I think the UFC, like they're, if they're successful, they kind of sparked people to start becoming interested in martial arts. And of course, you know, boxing is a, is a singular form of martial arts where you can just stand and use your, use your um, arms. But I think it goes hand in hand. I think it was needed. But what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I don't know if I completely agree with that. I think um, a lot of uh, boxing's, you know, lack of relevance now, and it's coming back because of these influencers, but before when it was diminishing, I think it was because of MMA. Uh, people would much rather prefer, like, just pure, like, uh, I mean, how do I put it this way? I think a lot of people found MMA fights more entertaining after a certain point than they found boxing matches because they saw th- these boxing matches, you know, they were super restricted in terms of what you can do in the ring, right? You can't, like, there are a lot of shots that are illegal, things like that. In MMA, very few things are restricted. Also, uh, most boxers, like you said, uh, adopted a more defensive style just so they can have a longer yeah. career and um, claim that they're undefeated and things like that. Well, in MMA, there's so many knockouts. Every, t- every time you see a card every Saturday night, I'm pretty sure you can guarantee at least one knockout happening. And I think people were more interested in that. So as much as MMA has brought a lot of casual fans into like you know being interested in fighting, I will say that it took away a lot of the audience that yeah, you it could used definitely. to think of like boxing as the one place where you should, like can watch fights. Now they go to MMA. Yeah, it could definitely be a, a double-edged sword. Um, like my point when I said that was um, what I meant to say was if boxing is successful and M- if, if boxing is like su- successful or there's some, some big event going on, I think um, the, uh, the, the idea of comics, combat sports, like that trends a bit more. Now I totally understand like what you're what you're saying with um, you know people are frustrated that there's not much action going on with um, fighting uh, boxing. Obviously, um, a lot of people. It could be said that the promotions aren't um, developed properly because a lot of people don't watch boxing undercards. And for UFC mixed martial arts, anything can happen. A lot of people watch those undercards, so you're getting more bang for your buck. Uh, if you know what I mean, like it's like more, it's better to pay for a UFC fight or any MMA fight rather than spending a lot more on a boxing fight. Um, so yeah, I, I understand. Um, kind, but of, I wa- kind yeah. of going off that yeah, real, real quick, ahead. kind of steering the topic away is, you know, lately it's become more, um, more, more known to say that Dana White's kind of been, I don't know if jipping is the right word, but he he almost is. I mean, he's not paying his MMA fighters what they what what they're worth. I mean, if you're not a guy like Conor McGregor, like a guy like Khabib that knows how to sell themselves, I don't even know if Khabib's the right guy for that. But guys that know how to present themselves, know how to sell a fight, whether their skill matches that level they talk with, um, you know, it's it's going on. I mean, it, for example, like two or three weeks ago, I think a dude broke his leg completely. Yeah, Chris Weidman. Fight. Yeah, and he's not gonna get paid for a while because he can't fight. It's not like the NBA where you have guaranteed money like John Wall towards ACL in the shower, he's still getting paid like $30 million a year. But so I have a question for that. You know, I told, I totally, uh, I, I understand that. And, you know, I think also with that, it's the fact that some fighters, uh, can't market themselves. And when you get into mixed martial arts, because, uh, you know, I did Taekwondo when I was younger and it's all about respect, respecting your opponent and being uh, very professional. So, you know, mixed martial arts, a lot of people come from judo, karate, 
karate, taekwondo backgrounds. And they're very respectful. They come in there to be pre-professional and do one job. Now, there's a lot of people like Conor McGregor who learned that to make money, you need to also be able to entertain, market yourself, not only be a professional and focus on your craft, but also market themselves. But I think the majority of MMA fighters uh, aren't like that. You know, I can name like on like on my hand um, who are who are able to market, them, market themselves well. I think it would be uh, Derek Lewis, uh, Colby Covington. Colby Covington, yeah, everyone wants it. to just beat him because he's like... Nate Diaz, even though Nate Diaz has lost so many times, everyone loves him. Uh, Conor McGregor and uh, Jorge. Jorge Masvidal. I Who say, else? I say Usman starting to. No, I, I don't know about Usman like, because uh, Usman is so good. There should be so many more people. There, John John Jones, who arguably is the greatest mixed martial arts of all time, he does does not know how to market himself because he keeps getting in trouble, <laughs> and no one knows, like no one knows when he's going to come back and. Even like if even his last back. fight, he lost that fight, but they gave him the win. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I very much agree with you on that. UFC is in very, very specific. Even boxing, to be honest with you. No, see, the uh, thing is, see, that, that's, but, where, that's where you come in because every boxer, see, this is just a double-edged sword again because every boxer has their own promoter. With the UFC, there is no other promoter. There's yeah, agents. But at, at, this, but, at the same time, if I were to ask, I mean, obviously not everyone in the world, but I would guarantee a vast majority of people whether they watch fighting, whether they care about fighting, they know who Conor McGregor is, right? In boxing, they know who Floyd Mayweather is. They might know Canelo, they might not know Canelo, but everyone knows McGregor, everyone knows Floyd, right? It's getting to that point where everyone knows who Jake Paul is, right? So all these guys that market themselves at a point, like even in boxing, I probably couldn't name you outside of like the main event guys. I probably couldn't name you. Yeah, because the majority of people who watch boxing, you know, like I mean, well, not the majority, but a lot of people who watch boxing are casuals, and they're yeah. only watching for those big names. Um, so, I think that's a uh, yeah, it's really because you know, boxing and, and even MMA spe- specifically is like so brutal, and they're like destroying their life, Destro- like literally destroying their muscles and their bones, like every day. And I don't know how much they're getting paid. You you might have to pull that up, but I definitely agree they have to get paid more. But they also a lot of these uh, pe- fighters need to understand that it's a business at the end of the day. The promoter, who's Dana White, who's a president, is going to do what's best for his business because he knows there's a lot of people who want that opportunity, and he's not going to deal with people who like kept keep asking for money. Like he even said that, uh, I don't know, like he he said that uh, we're not paying more for we're not paying ten million to John Jones. Like we can find someone else who's, be- who's better. Like there's no one else, no other promoter would ever say that because Dana White is so confident because he's like he's basically made a monopoly of the MMA because if you want to be MMA, you want to come to the come to UFC because it gives you the most uh, like exposure to everyone. So uh, what do you guys think about that? I just had a question. Um, yeah. So I feel like when looking at all sports, right, fighting like U- UFC or boxing is very personality dependent. And personally, I think it's because of the whole pay-per-view format, right? Um, to sell more pay-per-views, you have to have an interesting fight. You have to have interesting personalities, etc. And f- if you look at like, for example, basketball, you don't, you don't have to be the most interesting player still to perform at the best level. Look at Kawhi Leonard, right? You, you'd say he kind of has a boring personality, right? Like he's not like it's a very super, stale personality. Yeah, he's not like super... You can't really commercialize his personality, yet he plays at the highest level against the best players in the world. Why? Because his skill is that good. My question is, why isn't it like that in the fighting game? Why can't your skill be enough to get you to those big stages? I personally think it's the pay-per-view format, but I wanted to see what you guys thought. I 100% agree it's the pay-per-view aspect. Like, if I don't, personally, I've never paid for a pay-per-view event, but 
uh, if I were to pay for a pay-per-view event, I'm not paying for some random guy. Um, whether he might be the best box in the world, if he's not making a name for himself as a, as a casual fan, I'm not going to pay for him. Um, Conor McGregor has had a rough patch the last couple fights that he's been in, but I guarantee that if he were to step in into the octagon with anyone, he's going to sell more pay-per-views than probably someone that's more skilled than him. And and I say that at the end of the day, I completely agree with you, Barsha. It's it's the pay-per-view aspect holding him back, but I also don't think there's enough of a fan base for it if it were to be quote unquote free. Yeah. I, I don't think there's enough of a fan base for that. It's also it. too violent. Because like NBA anyone can watch, right? You know, like but the thing is with uh mixed martial arts and like any any type of combat sports, like it's very violent and uh it's not it's not mainstream, you know. Although there are casuals um to it, but they're they're probably a little bit older. They're not teenagers, um, which is probably why you can never shift away from the the pay per view format. And I also agree, uh, the pay-per-view format is definitely the limiting factor for a lot of these people. Even uh, influencers like Jake Paul, Logan Paul, the Social Gloves event that happened with TikTokers versus, versus YouTubers. In order to entice people to buy that pay-per-view, they included like the Migos performing, DJ Khaled. Um, and they marketed it really well by uh, creating like fake beef. I'm sure like a lot of that beef was like a lot of that those problems between those opponents were fake. So they, I think a lot of people understand what they have to do, but... To be completely honest, there's going to be a lot of uh, people, I mean, a lot of uh, performers um, um, in combat combat sports like UFC who respect the sport too much like Khabib, um, who are not like into that. They're not into, they don't really care about the money. They're, they're only there for, um, to make a name for themselves, for their legacy. But of course, you know, there, there will always be people who are going to complain about the pay, but it's up to them to market themselves. Even with like um, the NBA, uh, like the reason LeBron is like, everyone says like, he's like the, one of the greatest players of all time is because he literally tattooed on, on himself, the chosen one when he came out of high school, he like made the decision. He made like a bunch of like a bunch of decisions that, you know, if he hadn't, I, I totally, I, I, I deeply believe that if he never like said like, Oh, I'm going to be one of the greatest. If he like was like Kawhi, no one would ever say he's going to be one of the greats because Let's be honest. LeBron's only won four championships. Of course, he's been one of the greatest, but no one like, like no one. You really need to be able to market yourself, and if you market yourself, you're gonna put yourself in that top domain, even if you keep losing. And you know, I can give you like so many examples. Like, um, uh, let's say, um, okay, Lamar Jackson, for example. So everyone. You guys are laughing, but Lamar Jackson, everyone says he's one of the one of the best uh, quarterbacks in the league. A lot of people, of course, criticize him, but he's always in the he's always in the news. And being being able to be put in the news, being uh, talked about, uh, is the best way for him to market himself. A lot of people may say that he doesn't even know how to throw that well, but he still keeps himself in the conversation, which is why he's still starting. He's a starting job, and he's so like. He's so wealthy, of course, gets those uh, endorsements and stuff. So, I what do you guys think about the, those uh, those ma those tactics of so, trying to get attention? So, when it comes to fighting in specific, uh, very very uh, specific to UFC and boxing, I think your marketing ability can't just be marketing yourself as a fighter. It, you have to market yourself as the individual. You have to sell a fight to people that would not watch your fight. I, I just looked it up. Um, Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather, probably one of the biggest spectacles as as a, as a true boxing fan. That's the big. That's the number one. Right, and that streamed 4.4 million viewers. This playoffs alone for the NBA has already streamed 7.5. So that alone shows that there's already a larger fan base for the NBA, which is a free service. So 
when comparing it just to the the biggest boxing event ever, it's still less fans. So just I mean, I, you have to like take an account like uh, people who like illegally streamed it, and of course it's you have yeah, to pay like eighty dollars like, for it. That's why there's like I mean that's sure, pretty impressive, sure. like four million. No, no, it, it, it's, that's it's definitely lot. impressive. But 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 my point my point for that statement was kind of saying that um, to really stand out in in a fighting kind of realm is much more difficult than I would say in the NBA because I mean we look at role players and they probably are more known than the average fighter in the MMA. Yeah, like uh I can give you an example like uh there's a fighter Cameron, look at Cameron Payne. He, he's more known than probably 90% of the MMA. Yeah, for sure. Which is I mean, I it's, mean it's crazy yeah. to think about. There's a yeah. Um one example, do you guys know who Colby Covington is? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Colby Covington he was about to get cut by the UFC um, because he was winning his fights, but no one was watching his fights because he had no personality. So what did he do? He made him, he made himself a character, like literally like an actor, and he just says a bunch of outlandish stuff, and he has very strong opinions, a very controversial figure, and now he's one of the most, like, everyone loves him, like a large part of... Uh, everyone loves him or everyone loves to hate him you know there's there's i mean a lot of people love him a lot of people hate him he has he's got a lot of attention around him a lot of people want to see him lose a lot of a lot of people want to see him win um so even conor mcgregor i'm sure a lot of his background being from ireland and um his lifestyle and growing up obviously helped him be one of the greatest trash talkers of all time but when he was when he was coming to ufc he knew exactly what he needed to do to propel himself because he wasn't like a heavyweight he he was like what was he, he was like light he was no he's not walter he's light heavyweight i think no yeah, no he li- was okay he, he was like a very like he was very thin he was he was one of the small like the smaller weight classes and he was he was just he kept talking weight? I don't think he was featherweight. He was featherweight, yeah. He kept he talking was. trash. Exactly. Yeah. When he was a featherweight, he kept talking trash, and people started to take notice because he was winning his fights. He was talking his trash, and he, he got like this 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 cult following where he would be the people would call him Mystic Mac because he'd be able to he'd be able to predict exactly when he'd be able to uh, defeat his opponent. And obviously, you know, in the past like four ever since he fought Floyd, he's fell off because I'm. Hmm. Ever since he fought Khabib, it's nah, his he just he got over. destroyed by Khabib. No, that wasn't even a fight. That's, that's what I'm saying. Ever yeah. since that Khabib fight, his career has been down. Yeah, and that's because maybe because of age, maybe because, uh, like I said, boxing such not boxing, uh, martial arts is such a brutal sport. When you have a hundred million dollars in your bank, what's your what's your motivation at that point? And that, that's something that's been come up a lot in interviews and stuff when it comes to Connor. So, um, but like Shree said, even if um, Connor loses like his next five his his pe- his pay-per-views are going to be like insane because everyone loves him a lot of people don't like him but that's the I, whole thing i will i will say though the less he backs his trash talk the less people will be interested i think people are still interested just because he's had such a history of going in there talking his trash and um executing and you know like you said mystic mac right he predicted exactly how he would uh defeat his opponents if he continues, though, going down the same path but not providing the results, I think you have to have both. It's not just the personality. It's also the skill. And when that skill can't back up the personality, already people are t- talking about how Connor fell off. I mean, I'm sure people watch his next fight against Dustin uh, Poirier, the trilogy. He's going to lose that, that fight. If he, if he loses, I don't think people will watch the fight after that. Unless he makes it like, unless he. I don't understand why he's fighting Dustin. Dustin's too good. He needs to get a bunch of like smaller fights first and build himself up again, and then. 
go for it. I think it's an ego thing for him now. I mean, everything's on the line for him. Um, Like, after Khabib, it just seems like McGregor's a whole different character. He went, I mean, yeah, he still talks here and there, but it's so much less... Uh, than what it once was. I mean, if yeah, we, he got if, in so if, much trouble, he he got he got arrested. Yeah, but stuff. I mean, but but that's what made Conor McGregor his feistiness, his aggressiveness, his like randomness. I mean, that that was crazy. I mean, for example, uh, Jake Paul called him. I'm not even gonna say this on this podcast, but he he said he said what he said. Which if that was Conor McGregor four or five years ago, I mean, McGregor he would have pulled go, up. He, he would have went pull- off on him. He might have even pulled up on exactly. him. Yeah, he would have pulled up. And 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 just to think about that aspect, that fire in McGregor, that's what made him popular. Yeah, and, and he. I think Khabib humbled him to a point where this this guy's no. Not he the still Conor talks Reed. trash about Khabib for some reason. I don't know why because yeah, Khabib in, in played that, with him. In that, that Poirier press conference, we would have seen them going back and forth. It was not like that. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was not that. It was being very respectful to Dustin. Which but I mean, yeah, he was not. being respectful, but that's not what I want to see from Connor. I want to see Connor getting a fight with Poirier at the press conference. Yeah, I will say um, though, um, yeah, just to speak on that, I think that was more of a strategic move on his part. He's been having some pretty pretty bad PR lately you know uh, he threw a chair at Khabib's uh, bus he fought with the old man at an Irish bar so I think he went in into that Dustin fight uh, trying to portray himself as a better person and like appeal to people and say that hey listen like even though I may have talked all this trash and whatever that's not how I am in real life I'm like a respectful person in real life although I think that also kind of took him out of that menta- mentality of trying to like you know kill his opponent and yeah. he did that with the uh what was, what was his previous uh cowboy cowboy cerrone cowboy cerrone right he he went into uh that fight pretty respectfully as well but yeah but um, cowboy Cerrone's is just old. a lot worse of an opponent so he, got, he can get away with that Cowboy is not good dustin's a very skilled opponent so not good would, anymore he used to be really good cowboy has a record for the most wins in in ufc history yeah, He also he also fought a lot of uh, matches. I'm sure his like record is not the best, but I just think that um, a lot of that going into like going into it respectfully was a lot of just strategy on his part in regards to making his PR better. So you guys want to keep talking about Uh, Connor? So I I actually wanted to change the subject a little bit. Sure. So yeah. So 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 two questions: one, Jake or Tyron Woodley, and two, if Jake wins, do you respect him? Uh, okay, so yeah, that's actually what I wanted to shift to because this podcast about boxing. But you know, we can we can also talk about Connor on a different podcast as well because his career is really amazing and how he's able to come from nothing. But to answer your question, um, I think uh, Jake's gonna win. I know knockout like, or no, nah, he's not gonna knock him out. You think it's gonna go all the way? Yeah, it's gonna go all the way. Um, because yeah. I think uh, uh, Ty- Tyron Tyron is a. Uh, you have to respect Tyron. There's, uh, I've seen a lot of reports out there, and a lot of people have not been respecting him because he lost his last four matches. But you need to realize who he fought, what what his age is. He's actually he's forty years old. He's forty, right? He's forty he's years, old. Old. years old. Yeah, forty. No, he's forty. No, he's forty. He's forty. He's forty. Yeah, he's forty. <laughs> um, he was uh, for five years. He's a five-time defending um, welterweight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, world champion. Um, so he was one of the best, and it had to, it took one of the best ever Usman who's clearly one of the best ever already um to beat him and yeah but then after that I think mentally he wasn't there because you know it's kind of devastating once you lose it and let's be honest he did not have a good relationship with Dana which is why you know Dana was kind of happy when he lost and Dana kept trying to pit him against some of the killers in the UFC and he kept losing he lost to Gilbert Burns lost to Kobe Covington lost to Usman I don't know who he lost to last but um he got released recently 
but I think you need to respect his career. Um, Jake, the thing is, is that this is not um, mixed martial arts, and um, Tyron is a natural wrestler, but he's also a really great striker because he's able to knock out um, Robbie Lawler, who's, who was at once one of the uh, the defending uh, Walter White champions. So I don't think it's going to – he has a chin. I don't think uh, Jake's going to be able to knock him out, but I think Jake, he's been doing uh, boxing. He's been uh, you know working with boxing the past like four years now, so I'm sure he's got the muscle memory. Um, but we'll see. Although I respect uh, your take on um, Tyron, right? Tyron's career and uh, like all the experience he has in terms of fighting, I will bet that Jake knocks him out. Um, I think just how old he is and he's his, pretty old, yeah. Uh, although he he's just, he can strike, he can't strike in like a boxing way. Like he hasn't tra- he hasn't professionally um, trained himself to be in a ring. Uh, See, the thing is, boxing ha- doesn't is, like have the technique to. Yeah, it's box all footwork. Box. It's all footwork, and you saw with Ben Askren. Ben Askren, I don't even think he 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 prepped very much. But you saw immediately he was like galloping towards Jake. There was no like leg nose. Yeah, so it's so difficult. I mean, see, the thing is, Ben Askren. If you bet money on Ben Askren, it's, that's the worst decision because he he's not a wrestler first of all, and he seemed like he had no no, no motivation. The good thing with Tyron is he has great motivation. He's actually in really really good shape. I'm sure he can last. Yeah, I'm sure he can last. Uh, he has the stamina, but thing is, is that his footwork. His muscle memory, I don't think it will be there. And when he gets hit in the arms and the chest repeatedly, he's going to get t- more tired, more tired. I still don't think he's going to lo- like completely gas out, but it's not, it's not, he's not going to win. I don't think so. I'm going to make a bet with you on this podcast for everyone to hear that he'll get knocked out. If you want to take me up on it. Sure. $5, $10? T- $10. $10? Sure. Done. Let's do it. We're shaking hands. <laughs> So uh, off that sketchy bet, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue on that. I I also believe Jake Paul will win if the Jake fight. Jake Paul, if Jake Paul knocks out Tyron Woodley, Jake Paul <laughs> Jake Paul's good. Then he's <laughs> really good. No, no, hundred percent. I, I think anyone uh, invalidating this fight is is stupid. Yeah, because uh, he's blatantly he, stupid. Yeah. Uh, so well, I I think Jake Paul's gonna knock him on the second round. What? Uh, yeah, no, hundred percent. No way. Hundred percent. Uh, no, listen, listen, listen. So, so Tyron Woodley, I, I think discrediting him as a fighter is just, it's stupid. I mean, he's a great fighter. He's a champion. He, at, at one of the times, he was one of the greatest in his division, if not the best in his division. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be an MMA fighter, to be, to be an MMA fighter, you, you need to box. Yeah, it might not be your focus. Yeah, it's a different kind of boxing, but you're still boxing. You're kickboxing. That muscle memory might not be, yeah, like a Floyd or a Canelo, but it's still there. Jake has been training for two and a half years. Woodley's probably trained collectively just as much if not more in just the overall boxing kickboxing sort of realm that to discredit this as a fighter is 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 stupid and then on top of that jake jake has no reason to fight to to fight um to fight a quote-unquote real real boxer if they were to find a real boxer like people want jake to fight he's not going to make money uh or, or or have any sort of um uh, incentive for Jake to fight him. I mean, Jake's not going to go ahead and fight Canelo or Ryan Garcia or Anthony There's no, Lee first of all, that's not Anthony never going to happen. Joshua. Like, like, that wouldn't even make sense because he's going to get knocked out. Those guys have been boxing their entire life. And those are the only guys in the boxing realm that are, are going to make money uh, against Jake. Exactly. Why, why, why would why would Jake See, you need See, what people need to understand is, first of all, Jake's never had an amateur career. 100%. And um, these are basically this is basically his amateur career. He's making money off his amateur career because he's fighting people who are 
um, his skill level, or maybe he's a little bit better. Or I mean, he has a lot of experience. They've progressively gotten much he's, better. Yeah, he's progressively gotten better. The only problem with Jake is he has so much. He's so overconfident. He's like he thinks he's so good, but the people he's fought are nothing. Like if he fought the Gib that fought yesterday, I want to see that again. Uh, I want to see. I, I still think Gib would have got knocked out. For no, sure. no, no. Because I think I think I, Gib, I think, think Gib, Gib would have got knocked out. In, did you see how Gib fought? He lasted. Listen. Taylor lasted all, what, five rounds against Gibb? Jake would have knocked each and every one of those boxers at that social gloves event in the uh, first see, round. See, that's the thing. Easily. See, that's the thing. You guys are l- looking at how he f- how he fought against Nate Robinson and Ben Askren and making these decisions. Of course, he, he beat uh, Gibb, Anisan Gibb, who fought on the social gloves uh, card. And he like he like got robbed, but then he got the win like yesterday or something. That's the kind of context what I'm saying. But he did beat a neat, uh, Gib. Um, he like destroyed him. But I don't. I think Gib was something was wrong with him that fight. Something was clearly wrong uh, with him with, that fight. With with Gib in that fight, um, I I don't think anything was wrong with him. I I just don't. I think, think the nerves he, got to him. No, I, I just think he 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 trained that he's fighting a YouTuber. I don't think he trained to fight a boxer. And I think Jake really, really caught him off guard because when Gibb walked out, that was the most, most unorthodox against Jake. It was the most unorthodox style. I mean, he was coming in with his legs squatted see, down. That's, see, that's the thing. Like, see, did you see? Did you, did you watch the fight against Taylor? Yeah, yeah. He I mean, was no. never. He did not squat down. I think no, something was like, wrong with him. I'm talking about. I, I think he just he didn't know what he was doing. I want to see. I want see. That's the fight but, I want to see. I want to see Gibb versus Jake Paul again. I, I personally think uh, if if that if that match happened against against Taylor, um. You know, full rounds, not this two-minute stuff. I think Taylor would have had him. I mean, if you no look shot. at that fight, no if shot. you look at that fight, yeah, Gibb was landing a lot of shots. Dude, Taylor listen, did listen, not listen, hit, listen, did listen. not even punch him, bro. Listen, listen. But it, after every single round, no Taylor shot. would walk away perfectly fine, not even a shot. And and Gibb was yeah. drilling him with shots. You yeah, would no. expect at at some point, Taylor's for fight, sure got a chin, bro. Yeah, I mean, doesn't matter. Ch- Taylor hit, got hit, rocked a few times. He didn't even he bro, didn't even he fall. Hit, he hit his face twice. All, I know. All the shots were just bodies. Exactly. And, and Taylor wasn't folding, so that means Gibb was just swinging gnarly, right? I want a rematch with that fight, and I think Taylor got him in round two. Nah. On top Why? Of that, what is? What's your obsession with round two, bro? bro round because two it, it just happens, bro. Nah. And then on top of that, um, this whole uh, sorry, Parsh, I'll get to you in one second. Um, but Austin Parsh was waiting. He's he's he's. <laughs> but I'm anticipating. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you guys have seen Austin McBroom has repeatedly. Uh, uh, called out Jake Paul ever since he's won that fight. Yeah, Austin McBroom will get destroyed. But hear me out. Austin really proved something on on, on last uh, last weekend. I mean, he he's a, he's a good fighter. Dude, I mean, Bryce Hall is not good though. Man, let me talk. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Go so ahead. so <laughs> McBroom. I mean, obviously he might not be up to uh, up to higher standards, but you know he he stayed himself in that ring. He proved himself that that he's legitimate. Um, in, in that in that uh, influencer boxing kind of realm. Uh, but Jake called him out on Insta and he was saying you were capping about all those pay-per-views and streams that you were supposed to get. And it's, it's apparently coming out that Austin didn't make enough money to pay the actual fighters. Um, so that's kind of starting Wait, a whole seriously? different issue. Yeah. No, you know why? Because the no money, problem. the bags that were given out to those fighters were insane. Actually, I was watching impulsive, which is kind yeah, he see the thing is you can pay Bryce Hall five million, but you're not gonna be able to pay like all the other fighters how much. And they got the Migos. They the the setup was really good, little baby. Um, like it's like even I think uh, I was watching Impulsive, um, which is uh, Logan Paul's podcast where they're discussing about how um Austin also offered uh to for Jake to fight on the card, and they he like they didn't say the number, but they were saying the bags that they were offering are so like 
they're not realistic because apparently like when Logan fought KSI, which I think is probably the biggest influencer. For, I mean, other than Floyd, because Floyd, Floyd, you, you can't beat Floyd. Okay. But KSI versus Logan was like the biggest because it got UK and US, right? So even then it did not make as much money. So I don't, I think they're going to be in debt with that, that event. I will say the reason why this whole social gloves, uh, battle of platforms, TikTokers versus YouTubers didn't sell as much is because people can tell that those fighters didn't take it seriously. I think people could tell that Austin was taking it seriously. Maybe Taylor was taking it seriously, but everyone else, no one thought that they were taking it seriously. People, the reason why people bought a KSI versus Logan or a Logan versus Floyd or a Jake versus whoever is because as much as they uh, came across as overconfident, you could tell that they were putting in a lot of work behind the scenes, that they were really dedicating their um, that year or like whatever months they spent in preparation towards uh, fighting that fight. Like, Wait, I you don't, you don't think any... I think the TikTokers didn't take it seriously. I think the YouTubers took it seriously. I, that may be they the had, case. They had good I technique. I just don't think they did a good enough job of marketing how much effort they put into the fight. Whereas, like for example, I know the Logan and KSI fight, the reason why it was so big was because you could tell like how much both parties were putting in to uh, put on a show. You also need to Logan realize that Lo- yeah, yeah, Logan like and KSI have such... Of work. You can tell like he's serious about this. This isn't just some joke. The TikTok... Yeah, like, and that's why I'm fine with like certain influencers doing it. But when I see some of the stuff that I saw like at the TikTok versus YouTuber thing, I saw like, okay, they're not really respecting the sport. Like they're just coming in throwing some haymakers, trying their best, and uh, seeing what lands. And you could you could kind of tell based on their performance. Uh, kind of going off that Social Gloves event, you could really uh, completely agree with Barsha. You can really see who put in the work and who didn't. I mean, there was a guy, I think, at the press conference who said, oh, yeah, I haven't even started preparing yet. And this is like two weeks off in the fight. He's like, yeah, I'm probably going to prepare the week of. And he landed one punch yeah, and ben. got knocked out. He didn't uh, get knocked out. He just didn't He didn't even no, hit it him. Was, it was, it was a TKO. I, I, it's a TKO. I, yeah, it was a TKO. And, and he, he, he got beat up. Uh, he put no respect All the on TikTokers the got beat up. But then you look at a guy like FaZe Jarvis, who I think put a lot of respect on, yeah. on, on the sport of boxing. That's what I was thinking. When I when you, when Parshva said yeah. uh, they seems like they didn't care, I just like kept thinking about FaZe Jarvis because he had he like... Put he, I, I thought that was going to be a really bad fight. Uh, honestly, but Vinny, Vinny also put in a lot of work yeah. too. I mean, the only reason Deji didn't win that fight was because of stamina. And you could tell Vinny... I mean, obviously, he's not anything special, but... That's he, a huge he, L by he, Deji. Yeah, but I, I feel bad for Deji, man. You see him after... Yeah, he seemed he, really sad. He, he made a whole video crying and stuff, calling yep. himself a failure and to to his brother and stuff. And it's just, yeah, well, that's a whole different subject. But, yeah. I will say, I feel like Deji has this loser mentality. Um, he always kind of plays this victim card whenever like things don't go his way. Like, oh, I've been watching Deji since I was in. Uh, one of my friends I played soccer with introduced me to like YouTube. Like my first person I subscribed to was like KSI, and then I Deji. Res- yeah, like I just respect KSI so much more. Because I feel like he goes in with that mentality of winning and like doing whatever it takes to win and putting in the work. You Deji know, Deji just talks corners. too much, bro. I, I think his his cardio must have been really Deji messed up. Like dump, yeah, like you, you you just saw his fitness, right? Um, yeah. He, like, look look at the uh, weight. But he, he lost weight. Good. He lost twenty eight pounds. And I don't. He looked like uh, no disrespect. He looked out of shape to be in a boxing match. He he, he see the thing is he was a way more like. Worse, in, he was in way worse shape before. He lost twenty eight pounds. That's what and, I read. Yeah, but, but still, I still it, don't feel. I still don't feel bad for him because you can't like it's same thing with Ben Askren, right? Like when you saw him at the weigh-ins, he looked like crap. melted ice cream. Yeah. So even even Deji didn't look good. He was the only. He's he's actually one of the only boxers who didn't look good at the weigh-ins. He's Everyone the only else, boxer who didn't look good. 
He's yeah. the only one who didn't have yeah, like everyone else looks like jacked. everyone looks pretty like looked pretty jacked. Even if they didn't have the skill, at least they had like the good cardio the shape and the uh yeah. whatever like to go to like sell it that they were at least training right with deji i think every time he goes in with this attitude of not working hard enough not taking it too seriously and even if he may be a talented fighter i think ksi has also said that Deji's more talented than me no but you could see by the fight he seemed in the first three rounds yeah, but first two rounds he he seemed good but, but he, he gassed out work. so yeah, quick and that, that's his he fault, gassed right? out after the first round because he did way too much and i saw that he gassed out he was like Oh, God. Oh, God. Like, he was, like, breathing really heavy. I honestly don't think that he should box again. I think um, he should just stick with his fan base that likes him. And he's, I know a lot of people like him in the YouTube community. They kind of, like, feel bad for him slash like him. But he should just stick with that, make videos, and get, like, money off that way. So kind of going um, semi off of that, uh, do you... Do you think the critiques of Jake Paul and his lack of opponents, do you think they'd have more respect of him fighting KSI over an MMA fighter? Definitely. Why? KSI's, KSI's fought in one fight. Yeah, he won. One, one, yeah, but... And he's actually... He has a winning record. No one he's fought has ever had a boxing yeah, but, winning record. But, and he beat... But, and the, the, the hype would be crazy because he beat Logan. And I honestly think a better match... KSI would be a better matchup uh, for... I, see, I, I, I hate to say it, but I think Jake would beat KSI. I a hundred percent. I don't even. I think, think I. I, I don't KSI even think KSI and Logan. I think KSI would get whooped. I just. I. I just don't nah. think. I just don't think he's put in the consistent nah. work that Logan and Jake. That's have the thing. Over that's the, last that's the years. thing. That's what. That's what. That's what happened before. Where KSI only like started training like like two or three months before the fight, and he still beat Logan. But and everyone says the technicality, but people forget to realize that he got a knockdown that didn't even count. And that would have still made him, even if the two points but, hadn't been deducted, he still would have won but, if that but, knockdown counted. But, but but when you watch that fight, I mean, Logan looked, See, like, a K- sound, Logan looked like a sound boxer. KSI K- was throwing haymakers. Exactly. KSI is, did not look like a boxer in that fight. Uh uh, compared compared to what he needed to be, KSI did not seem like like an appropriate box. At least his technique didn't look uh, standard. KSI has no technique, bro. Yeah, but so that that doesn't make him a better. I mean, I guess he won, so it does make him a better fighter. But um, I think KSI needs to t- do some tune-up fights. Like he needs to fight Austin, or he needs to fight. Uh, he can, he won't fight Gibb, but he needs to fight Austin, and he needs to fight one more person before fighting. I don't think he'll fight Logan ever again because he's already got claimed that victory, that moral victory. I think he'll fight Jake. And, but if he fights Jake right now, he'd get destroyed. So, so two things. I think, um, yeah, first of all, KSI versus Jake isn't going to happen until he proves himself to be at the same level, right? Jake's now fought an athlete, an MMA fighter. Say whatever you KSI want. KSI doesn't even need to fight skill. athlete or MMA fighter. All he has to fight is like Austin. No, but in, in the public's perception, him going back down to a YouTuber is a downgrade from his previous fights, right? And that's, that's one thing about Jake. I also want to talk about Logan. I think Logan, uh, technique-wise, is a really good boxer. But... I don't think he has a killer mentality. I don't think he has that mentality to go in and knock his opponent out. I just think... Um, I think Logan, if he, if he fought another heavyweight, he'd get killed. I, 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 don't, I don't think he could even beat KSI, even now, just because... No way. I, I think he's a better KSI boxer. KSI has that dog in him, bro. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Logan doesn't. Quite honestly, he doesn't. I think he's a better boxer than KSI. I think uh, when it comes down to like technique and whatever you want to call like foot footwork, whatever, but when it comes to that fighting instinct that you, sort, that you need, that you're going to do whatever it takes to get that dub... Yeah. Something about Logan, I don't think he has it in also, him. And Jake does. Jake has that brutal knockout power. Jake yeah. has that willingness to go in and destroy his opponent regardless of uh, whatever he needs to do. And I don't think Logan has that. I think when it comes down to... See, if Logan had it, that, he would have... He would have. Uh, 
I don't know. I think he should have. Tra- he, he, he talks. No, no. He, t- he talks about what well, no, he talks no. about his. He talks about his right, right? Like he talks about his right. And I'm sure it's good. But when it comes down to the real thing, when it comes down to the fight, and he has to pull, he has to land that punch. He has to go for yeah, it. He never. Does I think it, he bro. hesitates. I think he isn't. Dude, able he didn't to get even knock. He for- didn't even knock. See, the thing is, a lot of people are gonna think it's crazy, but like Floyd's like 44. He's uh, very Floyd's rusted, fast, and though. he needs to realize, he should have realized that the best thing to do for him is Floyd's going to avoid all your punches because you're too big, you're a bit too slow. He should have had a better game plan for that. Look, about he that. He hit him, and then Floyd didn't even flinch. Okay, about that Floyd fight, uh, I, I think it, it was approached really, really different from both sides. Uh, Logan went in thinking that he was Floyd, def- Floyd definitely me, thought me, Logan was trash. He, he, no, no, hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, Logan walked into that fight. Uh, believing that he was boxing Floyd Mayweather uh, for his professional record. Floyd went into that fight saying, hey, this is a sparring match. I'm here to have fun and make money. Yeah, that's and why I, he was just avoiding and, him the whole and time. And Floyd was having a good time. He was smiling mid-fight. I think if Floyd actually was, his record was on the line, Logan would have been out in the first or second round. No questions asked. I, dude, I've never seen, the last time Floyd knocked someone out was a long, long time ago. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's an amateur boxing. Yeah, I will say, I think... It, it was very like like she mentioned. It's very strategic on both ends. Floyd made a lot of money, and it was easy day at the office for him. Logan now, pe- like I think he wanted to build some more credibility uh, as a boxer. I think he was very smart in picking Floyd because Who? even though he has a lot of uh, like oh he's the greatest of all time, he doesn't ha- he doesn't knock opponents out. So he's relatively safe when entering a ring against Floyd compared to like a Mike Tyson or a Canelo, and. I think it worked out for Logan in the sense where he can say, I went all eight rounds with Floyd, yeah. and that makes me a credible boxer. And for Floyd, he made money. It was easy. And it, he's retired, so he doesn't really have anything to prove anymore. Yeah, sure. Floyd so, was just entertaining that fight. He, he had no, I mean, you watched during the fight, he was just having fun out there. It, there was no desire for him to win or lose. He was just he was there to entertain, put on a show. That's what Floyd does. Yeah, I totally agree. So I'm going to... We're gonna we're we're kind of nearing the end because we need to watch the fourth quarter of the Brooklyn Bucks game, so um I'm, we're gonna there's a lot to talk about with boxing. Um I love how we transitioned from kind of like our own opinions on it, our experiences on it, why it was dead for so long, the influences of MMA, and of course now why it's so trending so much recently is because of influencer boxing. But there's a lot to talk about, and I'm sure like I'll have these guys on. But I like to you having us, man. Yeah, I like to thank. Uh, uh, Parshva, Shri, I don't want to thank Sean because he left. Um, <laughs> he said one thing and he left, but uh, I appreciate you guys for coming on. Nile, yeah, thanks for being a cheerleader and just sitting in the background. Um, but yeah, see you soon, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. See ya.